0: Hello and welcome, this is Chitra Narayanan, Editorial Consultant with The Business Line. In this podcast, I speak with Adobe's Chief People Officer and Head of Employee Experiences, Gloria Chen, who is in India recently. During the conversation, she talks about how Adobe is reimagining the future of work in its new office building and also how it has reset its values to meet this future she also talks about her own journey in the company and the changes she has seen i have been tracking adobe for a while now so uh, so i do know a little bit about the company but uh, let me perhaps uh, dive in by asking like some of the, some personal questions first i noticed sure. that you were <laughs> i noticed that you were doing strategy and growth etc and then suddenly a shift to people function from business operations So how did that happen and how are you finding it? Yes. Well, you know, I
1: I have to say it's it's very interesting because I became the chief people officer um, in February of 20, uh, February of 2020. And in fact, um, that was the last time I was here in India as well. It was just as I had taken on this role. And of course, as we all know, a month later, COVID hit and it changed the world. But. Um, to go back a little bit, um, as you probably have gathered, I've been at Adobe for over 25 years in a variety of roles across product, go-to-market, strategy, and also as Shantanu's uh, chief of staff for many years. And so while I probably wasn't the most traditional pick for a chief people officer, in some ways I actually think I was um, a, a very... Um, natural pick in terms of my long tenure at adobe so i know almost every part of the organization the history and how we got to where we are today and i think most importantly the values and the culture um, really understanding at the core what's made us successful over the years and and you know while i have an amazing global employee experience organization who are expert at what they do at the end of the day you know my role is as culture carrier right? I am here to ensure that the things that have made us special, um, you know, over the past four decades continue to evolve and continue to get better and and continue to live the values that our founders um, uh, started this business on. But but that said, right, I think everybody brings a set of superpowers to their roles, whatever they do. And uh, mine just happened to be Uh, cross-functional collaboration and structure um, Mm problem-solving, probably from my engineering background as well as consulting background. Um, So I think that those skills turned out to be exactly the kinds of things that were needed as we navigated these past few years. So it's been fabulously rewarding. Um, I did not anticipate doing this kind of work um, at this stage in my career. But it's actually been a lovely, lovely time.
0: Wow, sounds sounds really exciting and uh, yeah, nice. So, um, uh, you know, like the pandemic did. Good, uh, you mentioned that you arrived at the time of the pandemic in this role because it did kind of upset all the all the structures and the you know inherent whatever culture and values that you're talking about because. We moved to remote work and then to hybrid work, and now we in 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 India at least we are seeing a tussle between returning to the office versus. I mean, a lot of women have quit. There's been a controversy with one of the biggest uh, software companies here that the women have. Uh, more women have quit when their return to office uh, dictact began, right? I mean, so um, companies have had to radically change their people strategy, like not once but two, three times during these last three years. So at Adobe, also, did you have to uh, keep re-strategizing? And if so, how? Yeah. Um,
1: so uh, you know, our what we believe, first of all, as a very people-centered. Um culture, you know, mm-hmm. we believe that culture, community, collaboration, relationships, trust building are all very critical. And so in person interactions are very important to us. That said, our position has been that we believe in a hybrid work model. The world is not going to go back to where it was prior to the pandemic. Um, so what we're doing is focusing on flexibility. And our expectation is that our employees spend about half the time in the office Um, and different uh, offices, different teams around the world are approaching it in different ways. Because we believe that ultimately um, it's the teams and the organizations that understand best what works for them. Um, So... All along the way, we have been engaging with our employees, and we set the expectation that this is one where we're all going to continue to learn and iterate as we go. Um, the good news is people are coming into the office. I, you know, I'm here on a Tuesday morning, um, and I know that um, you know people are engaged, and there are people um, you know coming together, and so those are the kinds of things that. Um, Are really critical. But we know that we're continuing to adjust and learn um, around the world. And that's part of our approach in general. Um, We are not didactic, as you know, we're, we're mentioning, but it is a give and take. And our focus is on the team and the team unit and what works best for everyone.
0: Yeah. So what you mean is that each geography can uh, do their own uh, strategy, what works for them, and there's no central dictat from the headquarters. Yes. The overall approach Mm. is about Mm. half the time because we do emphasize the
1: value of people coming together. However, Mm. every region, every geo, um, Mm. every organization is designing what that looks for, because we know that one size does not fit all. Right. Mm. And so what, is important to a sales organization um, to, is very different from a research organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how and when and the kind of workplace that uh, set up that they need, um, these are all evolving. and so we are looking at that um, on, on a regular basis.
0: You've recently crafted your new values. if you could take me through those. Yes,
1: I am mm-hmm. so excited about that. You know, when we, um, gosh, when we started on this journey, it was at the beginning of uh, of twenty twenty two. You know, we were recognizing a lot of things that were going on. One, you know, we were coming out of you know COVID. Um, we were starting our fortieth anniversary celebration as a company. The company had grown tremendously, right? A third of our workforce had joined during the pandemic, and we had a relatively new leadership team as well. And so it was a perfect time for us to reflect on what is it that has made us successful to date, but where is it that we really need to go in order to continue the success? And so we undertook a very comprehensive process. You know, sometimes I think people feel like, well, let's just take a pen and start Wordsmithing, you know, what we don't like and and update our our messaging. But what we did was we conducted roundtable conversations, focus group conversations, one-on-one conversations at people, all different levels, all different geos all different tenure groups. Um and then we also came together as an executive team to mm-hmm. discuss what do we love about the company? What do we know we need to do better? and um, and then, we crafted what we believed were the words that would really reflect what we um, mm. wanted this to be. But in a true Adobe fashion, we are all about co-creation with our employees. We brought mm. it to the rest of our leadership team, the top you know, 100 people inside the company. And mm. we shared it with them. And we got a lot of feedback. They said, oh, we okay. don't like this words. We don't like these things. And so where we landed, we took that feedback. We incorporated it but our new values create the future, own the outcome, raise the bar, be genuine, we're so proud of where we landed because I think they're aspirational, they're authentic, um, but most importantly, they're resonating with our employees around the world. Um, You know, whether they're long-tenured employees like me or brand new interns um, that are joining us for the summer, um, these words really speak to who we are in a way that is um, very action oriented, and so mm-hmm. we're very excited about what they stand for.
0: I also read that you have something called Lab 82, which kind of does research on employee experiences. That sounds like very interesting. If you can take me through what is Lab 82, and also um, what are these employee? I mean, out of the research that Lab 82 has done, what is say one employee experience that has come out?
1: Yeah. Um. So. You know, what's what's interesting is as a creative company, right, innovation isn't just for our products. It's also Mm -hmm. about the way we work. And Lab 82 actually started as an actual lab. So it was a physical space where we were testing different kinds of technologies, workspace ideas. But it's actually shifted into an overall during especially during um, COVID shifting to an overall kind of mindset and experimentation approach. Mm -hmm. where we research all kinds of ideas. So one of the, there are a couple that I I would love to highlight for you, uh, one that we've completed and one that's still underway. And so um, one that we focused on is, you know, during um, this time when we've had uh, the number of uh, remote employees increase over time, uh, we realized that the sense of belonging was starting to suffer, especially for new employees. So Mm -hmm. we developed an experiment Working with engineers, newly hired engineers, um, to look at different ways that we could actually engage them um, in their first 90 days on the job. And so this the experimentation included different kinds of interventions around um, in-person meetings, team gatherings, digital resources, um, you know, various kinds of uh, role specific resources for engineers, as well as uh, the notion of onboarding buddies. And we really kind of reviewed and surveyed people who are participating in this experience through the process. And what we found is a set of activities that really increased the sense of belonging in the first 30 days, which we thought was really important in terms of driving um, the time to um, productivity, right? So um, it really, we were able to um, uh, decrease the time it took for the first commit of code, um, mm-hmm. which is really about you know engineering productivity. Um, and so as a result, we're taking that learning and building it into a more formal onboarding plan. Now, not only for the engineers, which we've developed this design for, but we are also taking this to other functions so that we can really tailor the onboarding experience for our employees. Um, in this more hybrid environment. Um, so that's one where we're taking these learnings and applying into our one of our standard people processes. Um, another area, uh, so that was engineering. Another area that's very exciting is around sales. And so um, this uh, notion of how do you bring, you know, early career salespeople um, into a, a connected environment and create that energy where um, especially salespeople um, around the world, they're more more often than not um, found in different locations because they're located close to our customers Mm -hmm. and not every place has an office. And so um, creating a set set of combination in-person, intact teams and digital virtual experiences um, for sales sales blitzes, um, was a way to actually energize their activities, um, but also increase productivity around the number of contacts that our business development reps were able to establish in this period of time. And so this is something that's actually ongoing. We're still running this pilot um, Mm. and we'll be taking this to other sales organizations across the company um, once this is complete. So these are yeah, and and you know what is really nice about this approach is it's one thing for us to you know mm. sit in a conference room and you know decide on new processes to roll mm. out, um, but the reality is, especially in a, a, a technology company where people are very analytical and they want to mm. see data and they want to understand, to be part of these experiments, mm. um, people find that fun and energizing, but mm. it also gives real world experiences before we actually roll something out more broadly.
0: Yeah, so how many people does Adobe have, have worldwide? And uh, uh, what yeah, we're about 30,000 employees now. I also read that you've come up, uh, you've uh, launched this Founders Towers. That looked really interesting. And it's like your experiment with, um, I mean, hybrid and all that was brought into this new Founders Towers. So if you can talk about this office space,
1: Yes, Um, it is a beautiful space. And if you ever come to San Jose, we would Mm -hmm. love to host you there. Um, So do do let us know if you ever find yourself traveling to the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. Um, So January of last year, what, uh, January of this year was actually a very exciting time because not only were we rolling out our new values, we were actually inaugurating our new Founders Tower. So before COVID, when um, when we went into lockdown, it was still a hole in the ground. Mm. And today it is 18 stories, 100% renewable electric power, the first of its kind in Silicon Valley. Mm. Um, and it has added, you know, almost doubled our capacity in our uh, headquarters location. Um, What is very exciting is that even prior to the pandemic, our workforce or workplace strategy team was already anticipating new ways of working. So Mm -hmm. the understanding that there would likely be more flexibility required, hybrid work teams, distributed teams, which we've always had actually as a company, Mm -hmm. um, to support different ways of working, including uh, many, many different kinds of work environments large town hall space, but also this notion of team neighborhoods, right, where people have not only their own workspaces, but also collaboration spaces, um, drop-in spaces, well-being and activity, community gathering grounds. Um, So the whole idea of this space was designed to be adaptable. Um, So if you uh, are familiar with kind of office spaces, one of the biggest challenges in reconfiguring space is mm-hmm. all around the wiring and the utilities. And so this, this building was designed with raised floors, so that if we were to reconfigure, all of the wiring is very open, you just lift the floors and you can read, m- you know, Whoa. move things around. <laughs> and so from a, from a investment in a large building, that actually allows for, of course, it's not day to day configurable, but it actually does allow for lower cost reconfigurability over time because we know that the needs of our our spaces will evolve over time. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the things, though, that I think is really uniquely Adobe um, Mm -hmm. is around our use of um, creativity and um, color. So one of the things that was incorporated into the space was the use of color psychology. So Ooh. blue really helping with focus, green supporting collaboration, orange around community. And so those are all built into the different spaces, which is fascinating. And I f- find that when I'm in this building, you really do feel the difference in energy, um, depending on the kinds of places that you you go to. And we've, of course, commissioned a lot of local artists, artists, um, to really represent the diversity of the San Jose community, um, and um, also drew on our global community of artists from Behance, you know our our yeah. um, community site, right? So um, yeah. there's a lot of elements. And one oh one additional thing is in our the main floor there are these beautiful columns that are completely digital, and mm-hmm. they're they're powered by AEM screens, which is actually mm-hmm. a product that's developed here in India, mm-hmm. and um, and it really does showcase both creativity and company news in these mm. huge, massive columns that look like regular building columns, but it is actually digital and constantly changing artwork. Mm. Um, so, again, you know, very exciting. It shows our commitment to um, San Jose to creating spaces that are meaningful for people to come together and connect. Um, and again would love to host you there sometime
0: one of the interviews that you've given that you've described yourself as a change junkie <laughs> so if you can <laughs> if you can uh, talk about maybe the changes that you've seen in adobe in the last 20 years you've been with them and the changes in the you know like the way we work yeah <laughs> you know
1: you know it's funny because um I never thought I would end up in one company for over 25 years. When I started early in my career, I was changing majors. I was changing jobs. Um, I got bored very easily. And there are two reasons I've stayed at the company so long. One is that there has been constant change and reinvention, which has kept me incredibly interested, engaged, and learning constantly. And the other, of course, is our our values and our culture. Um, So, you know, when I started at the company... Photoshop was sold in a box, right? And, <laughs> and, and as a one product all by itself. And mm. to get have the products work together, that was still a vision. And so we went from you know, selling in a box to selling a suite. The interoperability as a product company, we care deeply not only of marketing a suite, but making the products work together. And so the creative suite, um, being part of the first dot-com boom, Right, of bringing our products to the internet, establishing our e-commerce channel, which was Mm -hmm. a very exciting time. Um, Getting into the enterprise, right? Mm -hmm. Um, When we first, um, you know, I was involved in the acquisition of Accelio, which was a small forms company based in Mm -hmm. Canada, and that was actually what got us into direct enterprise selling. Prior Mm -hmm. to that time, we did not have, we did not sell to customers directly. We only sold. Desktop products through the channel or through Adobe.com. So to contract wow. with enterprise, right? So building up. So out which year enter- was this? This was in the early two thousands, right? Okay. So Excelio, and and then of course you know the move to the cloud, uh, simultaneously, right? Moving to Creative Cloud, that vision for bringing mobile, desktop, in the cloud to our mm-hmm. creatives that were to empower them wherever inspiration strikes, and at the same time which Jeffrey Moore says is impossible, but we did two transformations at the same time, move to creative cloud and then creating the digital marketing business, right? Mm-hmm. An enterprise cloud business, which as you know, right, with, you know, um, with our uh, acquisition of Omniture, getting into web analytics with Day Software, getting into web content management, creating the digital marketing category, and now it's digital experience and everything we talk about at Summit. You know, these two very different businesses, B2C on the one hand, B2B on the other, um, just amazing, right? And now, of course, on top of that, Gen AI. So just when you thought things were just, you know, kind of business as usual, something new comes along that really transforms everything again. And that gets to your other question, right? Which is, of course, from a product innovation standpoint, um, we know that Gen AI is amazing um, and provides so many opportunities for our customers, but we also know that it's transformational for us um, as a workforce and as mm-hmm. a workplace. And, um, but overall our view, right, is we believe that Gen AI will augment and not replace human creativity and productivity, right? And we believe greatly in this notion of co-pilot, not pilot. And so when you, and and what I like to, um, uh, how I like to think about this, is if you think about how even software development has evolved over the past couple of decades, right? Mm. I remember what coding was like when I was in college. And the advances that have been made in terms of automation, quite frankly, of software development are amazing. And yet we have always a shortage of developers. Everyone wants more, they want to do more, they want to accomplish more. And I do think this idea that, you know, Gen AI can actually help uh, remove the drudgery, remove, uh, you know, help us deal with the blank page and really help us up our game it will unleash more and more, um, you know, creativity, not less. And I am, we're very excited to lean into this. And we're taking an approach of experimentation. We want our employees to engage, to learn about the possibilities. Of course, you know, to have do so in a way that um, that is mindful of you know our our company, you know, technology and our you know corporate confidentiality. All responsible organizations have to be mindful of that. But we're very, very excited for the possibilities and we're encouraging um, experimentation so that we understand um, and can live what this, you know, back to our value of creating the future, right? We're not going to have this happen to us. We want to be part of making it happen. And um, so it's, it's creating a whole new, how I like to think about it is for the past few years, when we talk about future of work. We've been talking about return to office. But now yeah. future of work is all about what does Gen AI mean for how we're going to work in the future? And it's a very exciting time.
0: Final question is on India. Uh, so you came before the pandemic and now there are changes. I think you opened a new office in Bangalore. So um, uh, are you uh, growing your strength here? And what exactly are your expectations from the India office? And Yes. Well, you know, India
1: represents a significant portion of our employee base. Um, You know, over the years, it's hovered between, you know, 25 and uh, 35% of our workforce. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it is really um, an innovation engine that actually supports every single function inside the company, right? Mm -hmm. It started, of course, years ago, as you know, as an R&D center, Um, We were one of the first companies to really focus not only on, um, you know, uh, supporting technologies. We had innovation based here in India from the beginning. And um, increasingly what we're seeing, um, not only are we able to leverage the talent pool here in India, but we have an increasing number of global organizations that are led by leaders who sit in India. Right. And so, It is an exciting um, development. Uh, I think we're probably one of the few companies that operate this way, where we have, um, you know, one of our major business units, the Document Cloud, is led by Abhijan Modi, who is our India leader here. Um, And uh, we have multiple global functions um, from our um, customer-facing organizations uh, who are led here as well. So it's very exciting. Um, We continue to grow our commitment to Bangalore and to Noida, um, you know, continues uh, greatly. And and we're always looking to, you know, invest further. Okay. But it is is amazing um, energy here. It's always exciting um, to see the great work that our employees are doing here. Okay.
0: Thank you so much.